0: Okay guys, what is up and welcome back to The Creative Podcast. I am your host, Bailey, and today's guest is a Twitch streamer and his name is Dan. Say what's up. Yo, how's it going, guys? And we both work for the same organisation, Obtained Esports. Um, Absolutely. Yep, so that's just a little um, bit of extra information. So uh, the first question I ask all of my guests, obviously, is what makes you a creative
1: Um, I would say I'm I'm creative because I unlike a lot of sort of streamers, YouTubers, whatever, I actually make all of my content myself. So going out, recording the gameplays, coming up with the ideas for the videos, then actually, you know, editing the videos, doing all that sort of stuff. But then also on top of that, you know, I make my own thumbnails and and everything else that goes along with it. You know, a lot of people this day and age you know yeah they're creative in the sense that they sort of have youtube they they put stuff out on Twitch. they actually make content but a lot of people you know pay for a video editor they pay for someone to make the thumbnails they don't actually have to create much no. so whereas me i actually create everything come with all the ideas and, and then make them sort of put them all together
0: yeah i mean i definitely know what you mean there um i think so a lot of gaming youtubers and all that tend to pay for editors but what makes yeah. it worse now is even videographers and filmmakers are also paying for editors which i think completely yeah. defeats the object of their channel considering they're saying oh you know here's some tips for video editing but they're not even editing the video themselves you know
1: yeah I that, See, i don't different. even think you class as a videographer if if you're paying other people to, and I mean, this isn't to slander anyone that is doing this, by the way, but my personal opinion is that, you know, if you're a content creator, it's in the name, you know, whether you're a videographer, whether you're a gaming YouTuber, a vlogger, you know, end of the day, you're a content creator. And if you're not actually creating the content, then surely that like, kind of doesn't count, you know,
0: def- defeats the point a little it bit. does a bit. I mean, yeah, I understand what you mean, because I've got the same opinion about that. And then. I do sometimes look at... I'm trying to think of a YouTube... uh, A good YouTuber, a good example, is um, arguably the biggest videographer on YouTube named Peter McKinnon. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because he... uh, Originally, I actually thought he edited his own videos for years. And then, uh, not even a few weeks ago, he introduced his editor. And I was sitting (sighs) there. I was like, so... I I just don't understand it. I mean, I understand he's a busy man, right? A lot of videographers are the same. They're YouTube content is probably about 30 percent of their work like they usually yeah. do freelance work and all of that but i don't know it just defeats the creativity because i look at his videos and think oh i love the style of this video you know i love the personality but then about 50 percent of that video's personality isn't even him it's the editor doing it you know
1: yeah yeah no i that this is what i, I always get into debates you know on, on the shows that i've done with people we've, we've you yeah, know, videographers and, and everybody else and even just in in stream and things like that, you know, I always get into the, de- the debate with people that, you know, yes, editing videos takes up a lot of time. And if you are sort of similar to me and you where maybe this isn't your full time job, you know, where maybe you've got something else on the side. You know, yeah, it's great to have people out there that will help you and that will you know, save you some time in editing videos or getting clips from your streams or whatever. But ultimately, you know, if you've got the time, if you're doing it full time, you know, you did it full time for a reason, so that you've got the time to be able to do everything and put your touch on everything. And I think, you know, just because you've got the money there, maybe to to pay for someone to do it. Yeah, you know. I mean, I know I'm, I'm kind of going round in, roundabouts with this, but what I'm what I'm trying to get to the point is is that you know, YouTube is is a hobby for a lot of people. It's also a job for a lot of people but I don't think that you should just spend money on, you know, getting a, getting an editor in or whatever, just because you can, you know, if if you, you know, for example, obtained, you know, there's a lot of people in that organization, but you know, all the content creators are busy creating their own content and all that sort of stuff. So I haven't got time to then sort of edit videos and clips and things like that, that, you know, the org might need. And that's kind of why they're bringing people like yourself. Do you know what I mean? So when there's a need for, when there's a need for someone like that, yeah, absolutely do that. But, if you're a content creator and you know you're paying people to create your content you know you kind of in my mind you're losing a bit of sort of respect there from me but i know a lot of youtubers these day and age you know they're they're posting two three times a day and that's kind of why they uh, they do it so that they can pr- you know produce that amount of content
0: yeah of course i mean you know last point about it before i move on but it, it's weird because you start a lot of people will start a YouTube channel, right, for a bit of fun, or their dream is to be full time, right, and they tend to love everything about what they do. They tend to love their ideas, their editing. They tend to love every single thing they do about a YouTube channel, like they they love it. And it's weird yeah. because as soon as they have the money to then pay for an editor, a lot of them don't even <laughs> think twice. And it's like you're literally yeah. taking away the thing that you loved and wanted to do full time. It's yeah. just a weird sort of you know it's a bit weird but um yeah enough about that because but that was a good old discussion there but so <laughs> i'll ask a bit personally um so obviously you're a twitch streamer for obtained so what is it yep. that you do as a twitch streamer aside? so what you
1: stream?
0: i mean currently i'm streaming a lot of warzone um
1: that's pretty much the game that i've streamed mostly for the last couple of years i mean over the years that i've been streaming you know, I started streaming back when I was thirteen years old. I'm twenty-three now, so I've been, you know I've had my channel for ten years. But I, I took a big break, and to any of the people that follow me, and maybe yourself, will know that I took a big break because I got like a lot of hate through school. And you know, when you're thirteen years old, you haven't got like the resilience there to sort of just waff off that hate. Like it gets you a lot. So you know. I took a big break and then came back to streaming about two, three years ago with about 80 followers and I hadn't hit um affiliate. I wasn't affiliate or anything like that. Like it's pretty much starting from zero again because the 80 followers that I had were like inactive accounts or whatever. Um and initially I started streaming like World War Two competitive. So I you know came from like the amateur scene, you know, trying to play PPs and GBs and, and all the other tournaments that I could get into or travel to within Europe. Yeah. Um but you know a like lot many people out there that, that are in the AM scene, you know, you you kind of get to a point where you're playing with with people that then become your friends and whatever. And you know, you yes, you still have that desire to compete, to travel to land events, to to potentially win big money, um, and make it to the pro scene, but you don't want to sort of lose your mates that you're playing with. Okay. Um, so we sort of stuck it out for World War Two. You know, we was like a top 10 GB team, but we never really entered any tournaments. Um I think next game was Black Ops
0: Four, right? Yeah, Black yeah, well, Ops Four or two, yeah.
1: Yeah, so Black Ops Four, exactly the same thing. You know, pretty much my stream consisted of just me, you know, screaming. Uh, and then when rank play came out, it was oh. just a big old rank play growing. Like I'm not even going to lie to anyone. If anyone watched my streams, it was four, five, six hours a day, most days of the week, just straight up rank play. And I cannot wait for Ranked Player to come back to Cold War. Four, days, yeah.
0: four days, To fast. answer
1: To answer your question right now, um I'm back streaming Warzone. However, I am in like a kind of a limbo right now because, you know, Warzone's on its bottom at the moment. Like, yeah, it is zone. probably the worst that that it's been. It, yeah, literally, it is cheater zone right now. And, and I know what Raven Software have come out and said and Activision have said, yeah, we're going to be banning stuff and like that. But they've said this all before. You know, they said that they don't... um a lot of cheaters and all this sort of stuff. And here we are, you know, every other game, if not every game, you know, you're getting DMR'd across the map without an on-site on or something. So, you know, it's, it's a bit mad at the moment. So I'm kind of in this limbo where I'm, and this is kind of why I've been sort of taking my time getting back into content as much and not streaming as much because I'm sort of using this time to make sure that when I do start really getting back up to full speed again, I'm producing content that one, I enjoy doing, uh, but two, that obviously the people that watch it are going to enjoy as well. So I'm kind of in a limbo. I'm streaming Warzone right now, um, but I'm thinking of making sort of a return to the multiplayer grind. And, and obviously when rank play comes out, potentially uh, just stomping rank play again.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm quite excited for that. Um, as I'm assuming you realise that's only four days away
1: absolutely and express has just been put back into uh into the game so after this that's where you're gonna follow me i mean around
0: the train station as a trick shotter back in black ops 2 i can definitely i can definitely um yeah that but back when i was like what i don't know how old i would have been i'm 18 now so quite young um yeah i was i was i was a trick shotter back in the black ops two days so i loved a bit of express Hopping off hopping off the train, killing them all up to the little uh, passageway windows. Oh, good old oh. days. But when um, I, I, yeah. me,
1: I mean, we could sit here and talk about Black Ops 2 for ages. Oh, my personal it. opinion, that's the best card ever made. Oh, yeah. know, I know a lot of people say, you know, I know it's not one of the questions, so I don't want to go into it too much and go off topic. But, you know, a lot of people say Modern Warfare 2. Not for me. I think Modern Warfare 2 was great for its time. But if it was to be remade now, I don't think it would be actually as good as what people think. I think if you actually made Black Ops 2 again, exactly the same weapons, you, you know, literally
0: just relaunched the game with maybe better graphics, I think that game would absolutely slap right now. It would. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, it's off topic, but at this point, it's, it, um, 90% of my podcast is a is a Call of Duty <laughs> podcast at this point anyway, but yeah. Um, but I think if we're talking about CODs in general, um, this is a very unpopular opinion, but I don't really care. Um, the most under eight so i'm talking about so call of duties for me right are very different in public matches and ranked play they're completely different games in my opinion right so i absolutely despise black ops 4 and world war 2 in multiplayer however when ranked mode was out on them games i think those games slapped black ops 4 rank play i had i adored i think it was an amazing amazing once league play came out okay yeah
1: i i you know I, this is the thing though Like, I, I really enjoyed black ops black ops 4 and i loved league play because it gave you that sort of competitive platform where there was a form of a system that sort of trapped you but i didn't necessarily like it too much because it, it awarded more game time and play time than it did actually winning games you know i could jump on and through that three-day window to try and get top of the league, and I'd win. You know, let's say I play 15 games in three days, I could win all 15 games. But you know, some 13-year-old who finishes school at five past three can get back and play 15 games a night, so he may win. You know, 50% of them. So on a ratio basis, I win 100% of more games. He wins 50% of his. But just because he's played more, he's then you know finishing first, second position, whereas I'm always finishing third.
0: Yeah. I mean, so that's... it was
1: just. I just didn't like the system. I think it needs to go back to the sort of MMR systems that we've seen in in World War Two and in Black Ops Two.
0: Yeah, and I hope Cold War the Cold War system works because I think, like in my opinion, I'm not a massive fan of Cold War. I really, I'm really not. But mm. but I, I, it, it's more because of the extreme unbalanced uh, weapons like M16 and stuff. But that's where rank play comes. Um, Comes yeah, in clutch, that,
1: that removes all of them. Removes all, I mean, yeah. with the updates that they've just made as well, all the competitive scene now are on sort of Custom-made loadouts aren't they or preset loadouts? So you literally cannot customize the weapons, the perks. No, that it's literally just there's. I mean, there's like ten classes, so you know you're pretty much covered on all basis. So as a competitive player, you know they've they've put the right weapons in and that sort of stuff. But from what I hear, they've made a few mistakes with yeah you know, the kill streaks not being right, and apparently the barrel on the AK-74U is not the one that all the pros have been using either. So you know it looks like they've they've tried to put a foot in the right direction, but they've kind of Made a few mistakes, but obviously that's like a quick, simple update, you know, next couple of days and that should should sort those out.
0: Yeah, that, that reminds me of uh, someone sent me a TikTok, right? And I was like, what is this? And it's a, a Cold War TikTok. And hmm. I didn't realise, as soon as you hear that there's a Hellstorm, uh, not Hellstorm, um, God, Black Ops 2, God. Um, as soon as you hear a cruise missile, you can actually simply just look up and shoot shoot one missile and completely destroy it. What? Did, yeah. I, look, oh, I, did I did not know no, that. I mean... Yeah, TikToks can be very um, edited, but I'm ninety percent sure you can actually do that because they are quite slow. Gives like a good six second gap between when they say it and when it actually kills someone.
1: Yeah. So you can
0: literally look That's up and crazy. shoot it. Yeah. So anyway, let's um, get off the topic of Call of Duty. Well, kind of. Um, <laughs> but as a streamer, obviously, like, uh, so how many, like, how many average views do you think, or do you get per per stream? Um at the moment,
1: obviously I've just come back from a month off. So my average views has dropped from like fifteen to twenty and it's down to sort of like five or ten. Um but the one thing that I, I always say when I I've been asked this question a few times on stream and, and in various other podcasts, and the thing with my stream is is that you know, whether it's 15 people in the chat or whether it's five people in the chat, I know all of those people because when i stream and i know it's kind of getting on to what your next question is probably going to be um but i the my sort of style differs from a lot of people because i actually get to know the people in the chat you know i'll have people coming in one day and i'll be like oh, how are you and whatever and then i'll know that person so for me i turn my view account off you know it was a, it was a tip that i picked up back in march turn your view account off when you're streaming and then that way then when you stream you're talking and you're positive and you're always like sort of entertaining rather than sort of looking at that view account, waiting for that one or two or three or four people to to come in and then start talking. So, yeah, I mean, answer your question. At the moment, it's about between five and 10. Um, But previous to sort of December,
0: uh, it was between 15 and 20. I mean, yeah, I think that's a that's a really good tip actually because I do occasionally stream. I don't stream too often, but when I stream, I've all I'm. It's quite funny because I've everyone who told me a very similar thing. It was actually my dad who has, who doesn't do anything like that, but even yeah. even he said it, because the Twitch vods right. I know they're not massively important as such in my opinion, but like mm-hmm. so he watches my he watched my Twitch vods and he noticed. You only you only talk. He said you only talk when viewers are in the chat, and yeah. and he said that makes a very 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 boring stream. And I, and then after that, I started as soon as a stream started, I I, I basically minimised my um, stream lab, so I don't look at it for a while, mm-hmm. and just act like I'm recording a video, just act like no like no one's watching or such. Just 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 go for it, and then when people pop in, yeah. they'll see that I'm already going for it as such and i think
1: that's what makes a good streamer you know someone that can fill those gaps whether it be you know in a lobby waiting for the next game to start or even you know midway through a game where perhaps you've not got too much to comment on you can't really talk about what you're doing you know a good streamer and a good content creator especially with like gaming is you know is that person that fills that gap and doesn't leave it just silent them sitting in a bush waiting for someone to push or whatever
0: yeah no exactly. Um, so I was gonna I was gonna ask you um, what games do you stream, and I thought I think I um, asked that a bit earlier. So um, what I, are mean, your... I can oh, go on,
1: yeah. I can go I can I can answer it very quickly for you. I mean at the moment, like I said, I'm playing Warzone. Uh, end of the year, Battlefield Six has been announced, so I'm actually quite looking forward to seeing what the game plan that looks like because I, I am actually a massive Battlefield fan. Um, however very similar to, to World War II, the multiplayer of it being based around World War II, I just didn't enjoy it. It yeah. was just, you know, they, they went down the realistic route of a of game and whatever, and I just couldn't really get into it. Whereas like Battlefield 4, which is obviously when like you, you create, as like Stone Mountain 64 came out. Um, that game I absolutely love. So hopefully the, the game plan that looks good and maybe sort of Christmas time, end of the year when the game drops, you may see me streaming some of that as well. But yeah, it's mostly sort of, Mercy Call of Duty. I'm a big Call of Duty fan. Have been since I got into gaming. So it's always going to be, you know, an FPS, if not Call of Duty, with me.
0: Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, yeah. So, um, with your with your Twitch channel and stuff, what is your? Have you got um like a goal in mind or, uh, like a dream as such that you wanna you wanna achieve with your channel? Um, I mean, the
1: dream of all the content I do, whether it be YouTube, whether it be Twitch. Um, And I think any content creator that you ask out there would be lying if this wasn't the first thing that they said. And it is to be able to do it full time, which means obviously be in a financial position where you can quit your job and you can support your family and you you can sort of pay your way in life. So the first thing, the first initial target really is, and, and sort of the dream would be to be in a place where I'm earning enough money from, from content to then be able to support myself. And, you know, like I said, if any content creator out there doesn't say that first, they're lying because you know, they're pretty much everyone's in it for the same dream at the end of the day to be able to do it full-time and to be able to do it full-time you need to be able to support yourself financially. But the other sort of more personal side of me, it's really to be able to get my stream to a point where my community is big enough um, where, you know, if I want to go on like, like Stallion does, who's obviously another massive Call of Duty streamer, you know, when he does his win streaks, he has like hundreds of people wanting to join that lobby. Obviously there's six places in that lobby. Whereas where I am, if I wanted to go on a win streak, you know, I'm probably playing with half a squad, maybe a full squad here and there, which just makes that content so much more difficult to, to sort of enjoy. Um, But yeah, it's really just sort of getting my community bigger, really. Um, You know, my Discord's Discord's quite active here and there. Um, My Twitch stream, like I said, I get a lot of regulars come in and I really like the community that I've got right now. It's just about building it a little bit bigger because we're all sort of, so it's literally like streaming to like 5, 10, 15, 20 of your friends like you literally know a part of their life on all of them so when they come in you can always say oh you know how's your you know exams been or how did your mom get on at the doctors like you know there's various other things that that happen when when i'm streaming that people will come in and chat about and i really like that that you know i've i've sort of built a community like that um, but really it's just about sort of increasing that and improving that um, and just building, a, you know, being able to, you know, chat to more people and and play and engage with more people really is uh, is kind of where you know the what the dream would be.
0: Yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, it is true. Every every content creator wants to be full time. It's a bit like um, in my field, photography and you know filmmaking. At the end of the day, I'm at the end of the day, the dream is to be able to do it full time, um, and that's that. Yeah. That's what I'm working towards. Hopefully, mm-hmm. after after I finish a crawling three years of university. Um, I should be fine really because, you know, I would love to do it full time. I'd love to be able to commute to London, you know, work in like a film set and come home again. I would happily do that seven days a week. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. I'm I'm very much the same, you know, it's I would literally go to the end of the earth and travel the world if it meant that it meant that I can actually you know, the the biggest thing, you know, to, to put all of what we've both just said into one thing is that the end goal is to be able to work towards my own dream rather than work towards somebody else's, which, you know, when I'm sitting here doing seven and a half hour days for for the company that I work for, ultimately it's the, you know, the owner of the business that my work puts money in their pocket. You know, whereas obviously you want to be working to you and while, you know, while I'm working hard and putting money in his pocket, he's off, you know, holidaying in the Maldives or, you know, going to Dubai, shopping, driving around in nice cars. And, you know, I'm out here working just to make ends meet. So, you know, yeah, it's it's to be able to put myself in a better financial position, you know, to be able to enjoy life, um, but also just work towards my own dream. And any decision I make, you know, affects me rather than, you know, potentially affecting, you know, the pocket of somebody else.
0: Yeah, I mean, what is it you um, currently work as then, apart from your Twitch stream?
1: Um, so right now, I, I've literally just started a new job like a month ago. So just just at the start of the year, we've, we're moving house. Um, but I'm now a buyer. So pretty much I am buying various materials, various bits of equipment, various machines and things like that um, to help support HS2 um, building sites pretty much. Oh. So, if you're from the UK, obviously you will have heard of HS2. So, yeah, yeah. it's a high speed train rail that runs from, I think it's from Birmingham and then it runs straight into London, Euston. So, it's going to be pretty much allowing people to commute from Birmingham, which is like pretty much the centre of the UK, uh, into London. So, it's like the two business capitals of the UK within sort of 20, 25 minutes. Whereas currently it takes sort of two to three hours to,
0: to do that same
1: distance on the train. Okay
0: oh god okay don't know what happened there with your mic but it went from oh. it went really loud for like five seconds and then back to normal oh okay is it better now yeah you're good now but yeah, yeah. there's definitely definitely worse jobs out there i mean you know not too bad not too bad there I and mean, then you know it could be worse i guess but at the end of the day mm-hmm. you want to you want to be um i guess financially independent when it yeah comes to and that's the coaching. thing
1: you know i i really enjoy the job that i do you know it's I actually swapped careers when I started working after school. I went into finance, didn't like it, and now I am where I am. And I actually enjoy the work that I do. You know, I'm not sort of sitting here, I wait, struggling to get up every morning because I have to go to work. It's, I actually enjoy what I do. But, you know, as I said, ultimately, I'm working for someone else's dream. And my dream is, is to be able to create content, you know, wake up, play Call of Duty all day, and then at the end of the day, make free YouTube videos and stream. You know, that's, that's my dream. But, yeah, obviously, uh, it takes a long time and uh, a lot of hard work to get to that point.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. And um, so, apart from obviously being a Twitch streamer, uh, do you have any like other hobbies and stuff like that? Um, outside um of streaming? I mean, if you would have asked me that question,
1: um, a th- you know, two, three years ago, you know, I had a big passion for various sports. You know, I was playing football, I was playing rugby. Um, when I was at school, I absolutely loved basketball. So, you know, that was something I was exploring sort of outside of school as well. Um, now with we've, we've COVID and everything, you know, literally he's obviously all I can do is things from home. So, you know, streaming is my main hobby right now, my main passion. But, well, it's just just in general, just gaming, you know, I use gaming as an escape, you know, it helps with, you know, I've, I've not necessarily, I wouldn't say I suffered and struggled with mental health in the past, you know, a lot of people have been a lot worse than me. Uh, but I definitely struggle with things like anxiety and stuff like that through, through work-related stress. And gaming was always my release and my escape. So gaming is like my my biggest passion. But I have just before this third lockdown was announced. Um, I'd started getting back into playing football again on the weekends because um, I just missed that sort of, you know, that bit of banter on a Sunday. And, you know, I can't lie, our team's absolutely awful. But... <laughs> it's just a good crack to go out on a, you know, wakes you up on a Sunday morning, you go and have a run around, which is obviously a bit of fitness and you just have a good laugh with the boys, whether
0: you win, lose or draw. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I miss my, like, I don't play my, I don't play many sports like that. You know, I absolutely love um, the sports like basketball and volleyball always have, but me being five foot four, I don't really (laughs) think that's the best option. Um, (laughs) But you know, I I do miss my old routine. I went, I say old routine. It was before this current lockdown. So what, about a month ago, you know, I would I would do uni uh, university three times a week, and the other days I'd wake up, go to the gym, have a nice runabout, and then come home and game. It was a nice routine, but you know, as soon as lockdown hit, that went out the window, and now I'm just sitting indoors all day, and it's just horrible. It's yeah. uh, I wish gaming like gaming for me, it, it all depends on what games I play. But there aren't many games I can play multiplayer wise that, like, as you say, for you is an escape. But for me, if I play Warzone, I will just rage. I will just get really yeah. annoyed at every little thing that happens, especially and, the cheaters. I couldn't handle it.
1: But this is the thing, you know, We've I, I completely get that mentality. And I think this is one of the things that, you know, you hear in the news, oh, gaming doesn't have it meant half. But actually, if you think about it, the thing that, you know, and I will say men, you know, when men, when men are stressed and whatever and they're at a point where they want to take their life, you know, it's obviously stuff that's happening in their work life or their home life or whatever. When you're playing a game, you're completely immersed in that. So the only thing that's going to stress you out is that hacker that's in that game. But, you know, the next game, that hacker won't be there. And yeah. yeah, you might be wound up, you might be annoyed because you keep dying. You know, last night I, I tweeted out saying, you know, Warzone wasn't coming to me tonight. It was one of those, you know, I sat there for two, three hours. last not trying to get a gameplay, trying to get content for a YouTube video today. Um, and I just couldn't get it. You know, I was landing in, dying, gulag, dying, restart, landing in, you know, just that on repeat for like two, three hours. And it got to a point last night when you know what, I'm going to walk away from this. And, and then I went back into my life. But for that two, three, four hour period... You know, I'm not thinking about anything that's going on at work, at home or, or whatever. And, you know, I, I completely do get, you know, gaming, especially when you play multiplayer games, it is stressful, it is annoying. You know, I've lost controllers, headsets, walls, mirrors, you know, if I'm throwing stuff, yeah. uh, you know, over the years. So I get it, but for me, it's, you know, you, you are completely immersed within whether it's multiplayer, whether it's a campaign game or a grinder game like Destiny or something, um, you know, it does take you away from whatever sort of stresses you out.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely think, you're... um uh, situa- uh for me, it's very situational, right? So yeah. if I'm sitting indoors all day, like I am now, I will probably get annoyed a lot more at playing games, right? But then if, it's back, if I'm on my normal routine, doing university three times a week, doing video editing, going to the gym, then I won't rage as much because... It's, it is a nice. I get it is a nice escape after doing all of that, but when you're not doing all of that and you're just literally playing because you've got nothing to do, I definitely think it makes like the mentality a lot worse when it comes to gaming. In my opinion,
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, so my last question um, would be: Have you got any inspirations um, who inspire you to stream, or anyone you look um, up to? When I when I first started out
1: streaming, um, it was when. I don't know if, if you followed the, the scene back then, or, or you know, obviously I, I know that you're quite a little bit younger than me, um, but it was the original Optic House when that oh, was yeah. a thing. Um, so you had sort of Shark, Scum, Big Time Man, Merc, all streaming, you know, whilst competing and playing.
0: Yeah, back in like 06, and 07, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: so that was like my first sort of inspiration to get into it because I had, you know, my parents were, were great to support me financially and buy all the equipment I needed. Um, and that obviously then got me into streaming. That was my inspiration to get into because I thought, well, I'm playing the same thing that they are. You know, I'm screaming. I'm I, uh, competing in GBs and stuff. So, so if they're doing it, why can't I? Um, I think now my, you know, my, my inspiration is still very much, you know, Shot and, and Hex, you know, the, the work that they do with content creation is, is literally second to none to oh, well, any go other org or, or person. You know what I mean? Shot literally pretty much packed up his hopes and dreams with we, we've you know, competing, um, and then literally two, three months later, he's now opened up a hundred thieves, and you know he's got Boeings from you know Scooter Braun, one of the biggest sort of agents within the music industry. Drake is a co-owner, you know, and I think that's just an amazing story, amazing journey to to sort of look up to and follow. Um, in terms of streaming, right now, I mean, I mentioned him earlier. Stallion, um, if, if any of you watch him, I mean, you've probably seen him on Twitter, Smith, and you know, yeah. looked, you've probably seen him on Twitch as well. The work that he does with his stream, the way he interacts with every message, the way he, you know, he involves his audience in the content that he's producing, and then obviously then recycles that across all these platforms. That's where I want to get to really sort of by the end of this year, I want to be able to have that very interactive Twitch stream where, where no one gets ignored. Um, be able to upload sort of, you know, one, two, three videos a week on YouTube. Um, but then also start trying to, you know, cycle that content onto TikTok and Instagram. Yeah. So it's very much at the moment, just sort of, trying to find that that natural schedule. And and at the moment for me, it seems like I'm just going to have to wake up early um, and get that stuff done in the morning and then go into the day job. Because once the day job finishes, there's kind of not enough time left in the day to sort of have tea and spend time with the missus and do everything else, so it's it's one of them. But yeah, definitely when I started out, it was like Nightshot and and Scump and and Hex, still very much look up to all of those guys. Um, but the biggest one right now has got to be Stallion.
0: Yeah, I mean, definitely, I can, you know, agree with Nature because I've been following, following him for a long time. You know, from someone who, you know, joined Optic. You know, he what is work? It was working part time at McDonald's just creating content. Then he went to, you know, being one of the best players in the world. Then packing up, completely giving up, not giving up, packing up, being competitive, to creating a hundred thieves. You know. Getting bought out by huge companies, million, multi-million dollar investments, yeah, like yeah. that is what I call coming from nothing. Because he he wasn't rich, he wasn't. Well, he wasn't. It's rich the same the very same story, um, or very similar story, should I say, to
1: like Syndicate. You know, those that follow Syndicate will know that he started, you know, or was able to sort of fund the equipment that he used uh, through selling you know, Orange Lucas Eye bottles at school for more than he brought them. Ah. You know, very, 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 very simple concept of business. But he was buying sort of master packs of Lucaside, going to school with a rucksack for, sell them all for, you know, more than he bought them for. And then his profits, he would save and save and save. And then he bought himself an algato, and then he bought himself a better microphone and then he got a you know, better PC um, and he just kept pumping out the content, you know, and it, it really is that you just have to work so hard and you have to be so consistent um, you know, and I don't know if you've ever watched Harry Teller and to go off topic slightly again, his whole YouTube content right now is he's pretty much helping and advising you know up and coming YouTubers and streamers on how they can do what they do better. And the one thing he said in his most recent video is he said the reason that he's here You know, offering this advice to people that one day could become competitors is because, you know, 90 percent of the people that watch that video will will give up, will fail, will get to a point where they go, I just can't be bothered anymore or they just won't work hard enough. Um, You know, whereas me, I'm seeing them and I'm writing them down. I'm not right. I've got to put this into practice now. And you know, I spend a lot of time going through analytics, watching videos, thinking how could I have done this better? And, you know, I even get advice. That's why I always say in my YouTube videos and on stream, you know, go and check it out. Let me know what you think about the video in the comments. And that's not me just trying to bite people to interact with the video. That's because I genuinely want to improve the content that I'm making, the content that I'm part of.
0: Yeah, mm, makes sense. Well, thank you very much for um, being a guest on this podcast because we're just running out of time now. Yeah, no worries yeah thank Absolutely. you man. thank you thank you thank you for having me on i mean you
1: know i'm recording my last podcast on saturday because you know I, I appreciate the time and the effort that goes into sort of planning and recording them editing and loading them yeah. you know for when you've got other content like me for for youtube and gaming you know that's sort of the time it takes to do one podcast is like three youtube videos for me um, um, so yeah like i i because i stream mine so oh, when right, i yeah. do it obviously that's like hours and hours and hours there then you have to download it then you have to edit it you know and i won't go through the whole the whole spiel of what you have to do but yeah it involves a lot of time and effort so you know i, I have a lot of respect for people like you that have done this consistently for a while and you know still keep doing it so thank you for the opportunity
0: to come on now that's all good thank you very much so uh thank you very much guys for listening to this episode of the creative podcast um you'll probably see this you'll probably see this podcast about three, four days after the podcast that just got released. So, and the next episode will be whenever I can find someone. So anyway, (laughs) thank you very much guys. And I will catch you on the next episode.